Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30-minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as periodic standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 193, starting off with security news. AIG says BEC, business email compromise, has overtaken ransomware as a primary claim type against their cyber insurance policies. And this is for EMEA. And it looks like the percentage is 23%. So 23% of claims against their cyber insurance in EMEA for 2018 was BEC. And above or below that was ransomware, and below that was basically breaches. The NSA cyber chief wants to share digital threat information early and often. I like the fact that the NSA is opening up. I think it's good for everyone, except for the bad guys. I think the more they share, the higher the bar is for attackers and the less time they have to use certain TTPs. This is exactly the type of government to industry interaction that we need to stay ahead of China. We also need to get academia in there as well. NYU did a report on how social media is likely to be used for misinformation campaigns in 2020. They say Instagram will be a much bigger player this time around, which makes sense given the fact that images are the dominant meme carrier. The Pentagon is looking for an ethicist to oversee the use of AI in the military, which I think is good news, but I think industry is more of a problem than the military. I think both are, but anyway. Hong Kong protesters are using mesh apps to avoid centralized bottlenecks and monitoring while in large crowds, but some are pointing out that such networks aren't necessarily secure. So first you have to worry about the security of Bluetooth itself, and then you have to consider that you'll not actually know everyone who's part of the mesh. But I think it's probably still better than most of the alternatives, so that makes sense. So we knew this was coming, but somebody actually pulled off a scam by using a voice deepfake to impersonate someone's boss. The victim actually transferred the scammer $243,000, which I'm sure they're very sad right now. Maybe looking for another job, who knows? But uh, this happens every day for smaller amounts without deepfakes. But I don't know, this is still a pretty big uh, development. It makes things like BEC that much worse, right? And you combine that with other social engineering tools. And I think this is really powerful. I actually just tweeted out, I wonder how many social engineering shops like top end ones are incorporating voice cloning and deepfake technology as part of their tool set. I imagine some people are doing it. Some security researchers wanted to test the common belief that mobile devices listen to your conversations and change what they show you based on that. Their results were that this is not the case. Of course, just because they didn't see anything doesn't mean it's not happening, but I prefer an easier objection than doing all this testing, right? The organization and infrastructure required to make such a thing work would be so vast and extraordinary that we'd be hearing about it a lot if it were true. Kind of reminds me of the 9-11 conspiracy thing where the effort required to keep that type of a thing a secret 
if it were a conspiracy, like the bringing down the towers or whatever, like keeping that a perpetual secret would be actually harder than pulling off the operation. It looks like amateur satellite trackers found the secret satellite that the president tweeted that picture of. It's evidently an NRO HK11 model with what people describe as a Hubble telescope pointed down towards the Earth. That's how they were able to get such a crazy image. Advisories for this week, Tripwire's patch priority index. I really love this report. It breaks down all the different uh, issues across different vendors. Circle CI has a vendor issue that led to some loss of data. There's an X, XMTLS problem. WordPress, no surprise there. Plugins, as usual, not the core stuff. Ruby Gems Supply Chain, Samba, and BMC Supermicro. BMC is basically a chip that lets you control the board itself and uh, some issues there, so that's a problem. Breaches. Facebook lost 133 million phone numbers recently. There's that. Oh, and they also launched a dating app. So, technology news. IBM says 120 million workers will need to be retrained in the next three years due to the impact of AI and automation, and that half of the affected companies have no plan or strategy for how to deal with this. Google has released Android 10, which includes a dark mode, updated gesture navigation, and some more interaction options for notifications. Looks like a pretty cool release. USB 4, there's no dash, by the way. It's just USB 4 is coming soon, uh, but you don't have to worry. It still uses the USB-C connector. The big upgrades are on the inside with um, top speed of 40 gigabits. There's different speeds, actually, but the top one is 40 gigabits and also fast charging. And like I said, Facebook's dating app has gone live. The uh, security community thinks this is a, a big joke and that nobody will use it because they'd have to be stupid to do so. But they also thought everyone would quit Facebook after Cambridge Analytica, which they didn't. Human news, the CDC says people should stop vaping immediately while they try to sort out why hundreds of people have become sick with what's being called vape lung. Nordstrom is getting so creative in their desperation that they're starting to accept returns from Macy's and Kohl's just so people will come into their stores. Gotta say, I do love the hustle. And it's not just, you know, Nordstrom that's desperate here. This is all of retail has this problem. A larger study has supported previous findings that the more you use Facebook, the worse you feel. We're starting to have serious problem with managing satellite traffic. And if we don't get a handle on it soon, we're going to start losing stuff due to collisions. I think there was a near miss recently. I've also, also always wondered about how easy it would be to just throw like confetti into space. Um, like if you knew a trajectory of a target that you wanted to attack because at those kinds of speeds, like small items could really be damaged. It could be like ball bearings. So if you could just launch them in the opposite direction or whatever, but again, space is big. That's kind of like, you know, sprinkling sand into the ocean and hoping it hits a certain thing on the bottom. But I don't know. It seems like that would be an interesting technique because you don't have to spend a lot on warheads or anything. You just need small projectiles. The U.S. is struggling with what to do with its trash now that China is no longer taking it. And the issue is causing a lot of problems for recycling efforts. So basically, especially around plastic, it's 
become a big problem. Scientists can tell where whales have been based on the songs that they sing. You can also tell where they came from originally and the different places they visited. That is insane. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Looks like Uber may be exploring the small loan business, and I find the idea repulsive. I think the gig economy is quietly but inexorably becoming the mechanism that turns the bottom 80% into servants for the top 20%. Not slaves, but servants, which in the 2020s will be close enough. So not only are these drivers not going to get paid enough to live on, but now you offer them loans that make them dependent on you. And the more screwed they become, the more, right, the more they need you. Um, and the more they borrow, the more money you make on them in interest. So they'll miscalculate how much they make driving. They'll get behind on the bills. They'll get a loan from the same company they drive for. And pretty soon they're behind on those payments as well. Well, I guess they need to drive more, right? So, I mean, what's next after that? Like a collections company to come after them when they don't pay their bills? The whole thing has the markings of a sci-fi dystopian government run by corporations that does its best to keep people docile and under control. And to be clear, I'm not imagining Uber sitting here like, you know, Mr. Burns trying to create this evil. I don't think it's like an evil company. I don't know enough to say one way or the other, but I don't think you have to be evil to create evil, right? What I'm saying is that this is what they're going to end up doing and it will be evil them and their competitors, not an Uber thing. The gig economy overall is becoming the gamification mechanism and economic model for turning the unsuccessful into servants for the successful. If you haven't migrated from Myers-Briggs to the big five or the ocean personality test, it's time to do so. So basically here, here's the thing. You ever hear anyone say, oh, did you do this on Myers-Briggs? Did you do this on Myers-Briggs? Myers-Briggs is ancient. It's old. It's outdated. It's not really respected by psychologists or um, sociologists or wh whoever the experts are on this in the field. They, they, they don't respect um, Myers-Briggs, really. They, they respect kind of like Freud, that it, it got you a certain distance. But um, the big five personality test is much more accepted. And uh, yeah, if you want to test your team, you want to test yourself, you want to test your partner, like these types of things, anytime you hear Myers-Briggs, substitute that with Big Five. You'll uh, appreciate the improvement. As it turns out, a big part of why the divorce rate is falling is because fewer people are getting married. It turns out you have to be married to get a divorce. Specifically, fewer people of lower socioeconomic status are getting married. So like a lot of other things, like say healthcare and education, marriage is becoming a thing that rich people do. A study of social mobility has shown that mobility is declining compared to previous generations and that wealthy parents are a stronger signal of future success than educational achievement. Examples included richer people with the same degrees from the same, you know, colleges making far more money in pretty much the same job. The top podcasters can easily be or become billionaires not millionaires, billionaires. This piece of analysis shows that Howard Stern is getting ripped off by not having his own member-supported show. According to the analysis, he could make more than an extra $100 million a year if he switched over to a subscriber-supported model. And uh, as usual, China's way ahead of us on this. 
camera sales are falling off a cliff. It, evidently, it's worse than uh, it's been quite some time. It's really falling. A list of countries by number of mobile phones in use. Pretty cool stats here. Um, it's definitely China on top. Can't remember the other ones. Streaming now makes up 80% of music sales. And losing religion is like coming off of a drug. I've known this for some time, but now I'm starting to wonder whether cold turkey is the right methodology here. 35% of young Americans report no affiliation whatsoever with religion, but 91% grew up in a household that was religiously affiliated. And as an atheist, I mean, it'll sound weird to hear me say this, but I think a lot of our current depression and suicide problems will end up being tied, you know, with hindsight in the future to an existential chasm, you know, left by abandoning religion too quickly and with no alternative provided. I think we desperately need a transition plan and that anyone who can provide one, like Jordan Peterson, for example, will become extraordinarily popular because of this. Discovery, Thinkst Canary Tools have been one of my favorite security products for years. Um, Haroon Mir is awesome over there. He's uh, basically the guy that started it and he's the main researcher. To me, they are the perfect tool for when you know for absolute certain that your asset management detection capabilities, incident response, they're not in order, right? So you essentially drop these canaries throughout the network and they instantly start providing high quality signal of malicious behavior when anyone tinkers with them. So I, I think if you're struggling with low or medium maturity like org, you should seriously check them out. The $86 trillion world economy in one chart. This is really cool visual. It's um, mostly China and the US and Europe, but uh, the relative numbers are, are quite interesting to see visually. Got a spectacular set of interview questions for senior level positions. They're questions that reveal a lot about the candidate themselves rather than just what they know, which becomes increasingly important the more senior the role is. People are justifiably upset that Goodreads has been stagnant for years. I've really been upset about this myself. It, it's kind of cool and it's kind of integrated with Audible and, you know, Amazon's other stuff. But yeah, I really wish they'd do something with this. The Porsche Taycan's two-speed gearbox is a big deal for the future of electronic vehicles or electric vehicles. Basically, you get a lot more, um, is it mileage? Whatever, range, because you can downshift into that higher gear. What I learned by being a startup's first data engineer, a large collection of US-based security and IT conferences, a curl cookbook, a GitHub project with code for cloning voices. Gonna mess with that one later. Sonos released a Bluetooth speaker, which is getting really good reviews. Got a service here called Just Delete Me, a directory of links showing how you delete your information from various services. Radio Garden, explore live radio by rotating the globe. I tried this, it was cool. Listen to some stuff like super far north in Japan. How to learn D3. I really wish all tutorials were laid out as beautifully as this tutorial on D3, which makes sense, it's about D3. And Blackarch, an offensive security distribution based on Arch Linux. Updates for the week. 
Uh, first impressions of the superhuman email service. This is my look at whether the semi-secretive email client is worth the $30 per month. I tell you what, I've been on it for like three days. My verdict is yes, it is. I am absolutely going to pay for this thing and keep paying for it. It's fantastic. It's like Mutt and Vim and faster than Gmail and it's super nice design. I, I love the thing. Should actually have it in my product section. I don't know why I don't. Uh, fundamental difference between Vim and other editors. One of the posts I've written as part of my recent deep dive and love affair with Vim. Gone further into Vim this time in this deep dive than I ever have before. And I'm just super loving it. Switched to NeoVim, which I talked about before. But yeah, absolutely loving it. So this is a new template for the newsletter, which you can't see because you're listening to this. But um, also it's a different intro. So you probably heard that as well crisp, clean, and mean. Um, also re-recorded the intro and outro for the podcast, as I just mentioned, and uh, some minor tweaks to the brand and messaging. Just uh, not, not too big of a deal, but just a refresh. And I'm about to do a deep dive on Agile, Scrum, and related topics. Pretty familiar already, just wanted to get like more deeply versed. To me, it's not about just development, but about creation in general, especially in any environment with like tons of complexity, moving targets, which is basically everywhere. If uh, anyone is an expert on that, uh, you know, hit me up. Let me know what you think, uh, what your favorite resources are. Currently reading The Divide, a book about how there are increasingly and already two different Americas, especially as it pertains to opportunity and the criminal justice system. Not done with it yet, but it's uh, filling in a lot of blurry ideas that I've already had for a while. And uh, my Denon headphones, which I'm wearing right now, just passed into the next world. Um, so props to them. Uh, just ordered some new ones. They are Audio-Technica ATH-M70s. And they're my first real studio headphones, which are evidently delimited by or defined as having flat reproduction of sound combined with broad frequency range. So It'll tell you exactly how the thing sounds. It won't try to make it sound better. That's the big distinction between studio headphones or monitors versus, you know, consumer. And I found a really cool way to send emails from the command line uh, using Amazon's SES service as the back end. And I'm going to do a piece on this soon. I already replaced um, Pingdom as well with Amazon. I uh, wrote a piece about that before, but if you're using Pingdom and you're like, oh, there's got to be a better way, there is. Yeah, there's a monitoring service with Amazon. I'm paying like, I don't know, 12 cents a month or something. It's like insane. I was paying 30 or $40 and now I'm paying just whatever, less than 50 cents a month. And we're reading Algorithms to Live By for the UL Member Book Club. You should come join us. We're doing our live discussion on the 29th of this month of this book. I think the next book is going to be Loon Shots, but I don't think we've fully decided that. But um, it's been a lot of fun. Live discussion of the book club. We usually run about an hour and a half, two hours, talking about lots of different stuff, uh, starting with the book. But yeah, go sign up, become a member, subscribe, and uh, come join us. It's a lot of fun. Recommendations this week. See if you can work on any of these interview questions into your process for vetting senior candidates. And this is the list from above. The questions are fantastic. I didn't read all 40 of them, but like the first 10 I did read and they were just really, really good. They're insightful. They, they extract information about like 
who they are and where they want to go and who they want to emulate. These are all things that are really valuable to tell you more about the person. In the aphorism for the week, to deny we need and want power is to deny that we hope to be effective. To deny we need and want power is to deny that we hope to be effective. Liz Smith. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. I believe ads are not just annoying, but that their incentive structure can malign the content creation process. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here. And they also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmisler.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a member. I truly appreciate each of you. We'll see you next time.